Hey, Clint, uh, what's this random box doing here on the porch of our podcasting house? I I have no idea. I've just been uh, reading this good book. Uh, well, why don't you open it? See what's in there. Okay. Whoa. There's oh, a little whoa. green baby in here. <laughs> it's got little Shrek ears. It's a little Shrek baby. It's kind of cute, isn't it? It's kind of cute, but it's also kind of ugly. It's a little bit ugly, but... Whoa, there's uh, two. There's two in here? I, uh, I only saw one the move. first time. Wait. Don't move. There is a third There's... Shrek baby on your head. Are you serious? There is a third Shrek baby because on your head. Because there are four behind you. Oh my gosh. Look under your feet. Oh wow. The floor. <laughs> 18 the Shrek floor babies. Is, the floor is made of Shrek babies. The floor babies. is made of Shrek babies. There. Run. Come go outside. Don't come, come open outside. that Wait. window. Don't you dare open that window. We have to get out of this house made of Shrek babies. Okay. Ah! <laughs> We're drowning in Shrek babies. Grab my hand. Oh no! It's made of Shrek babies. <laughs> my hand is Shrek babies now. This week we talk about Shrek the Third on Purely Nostalgia. Windshield and then and then hit the ground and then walk away on the ground. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it kind of bounced no, he, to the ground. Yeah. He like yeah. He hit the ground, bounced, and then like kind of stood up and uh, brushed himself off and then just kind of carried on his his pigeon business. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I feel like that sets the tone for this episode, kind of. For Shrek. Correct. Yeah. Shrek. Um, welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shap Smith, and I'm actually the greatest good you're ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I'm what the French might call les incompetents. Yeah. Um, and today, I, I want to ask you, Clint, what is it like for you knowing that this is the last episode that we're going to record where Captain America is still alive? Oh, man, it's done things to me. Uh, I know that I am personally very excited to um, know that Kirk Cameron's final uh, final installment in the Left Behind series is uh, coming to the theaters near us. That's uh, Avengers Endgame, the final right. installment where Kirk Cameron, um, I guess he goes to hell and beats up Satan. I think so. Um, and I, I want to make it clear, this is... Um, this is not a spoiler. We have not seen the movie yet because I, there's a chance that Captain America does die and then people are like, whoa, he just spoiled that. Um, and of course, by Captain America, we are talking about Kirk Cameron, the, who is the mm-hmm. real Captain America, I would say. I think you would agree. Do you, do yeah. you agree with that? I mean, both both safe Christmas. Both safe Christmas. Both um, only um, believe in one God and he doesn't dress like that. Um, and uh, both are incredibly strong. Both are very strong. They can, uh, they <laughs> they can jump onto a helicopter and pull it downward, even though their feet aren't anchored <laughs> to anything at all. Uh, well, he's holding on to a building. No, that happens. 
uh, second, but first. <laughs> Wait, really? He jumps so up he... in Civil War. He jumps up on the roof of this building. The, the helicopter's taking off. He grabs the bottom of the helicopter, and the helicopter goes, whoa, and like sinks to the ground. <laughs> like he just he pulled it to the ground, but his feet were dangling. I don't know how so, that happened. So that would have to mean that Captain America's body mass is equal, if not greater, than the upward thrust of the helicopter? Correct. It, okay. That is what that would mean. I took physics classes in college, and that I is didn't. what that means. I did take physics, so take that back. I could draw a free body diagram of this, and um, that that's can definitely... You, can you do that for the listeners? Yeah. Okay, I just did it. Do you see it? Yes. Congrats on being an engineer. Um, um, so- real, talk, real talk, though. So you are on team cap dying, correct? Well, uh, what do you mean by team? Do, that's my prediction. Team, team or... isn't like, yeah, your 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 speculation. I I would I will be shocked if he doesn't die. I will be shocked. I I think I think he will maybe die. I think Iron Man definitely will. I I disagree so hard with you. I feel 85% okay, sure that that Cap will die and Iron Man will live. And get married to Pepper and live happily ever after and stop being a superhero and be a family man. I feel like I that's just, definitely I, what they're setting up. I don't want him to die, but I just think that he will. I will be shocked, but hey, you know what? He could. Uh, any minor characters that you think will pass? Probably um, all of mm-hmm. uh, Kurt Cameron's youth group yeah, keep going <laughs> yeah okay. you know that youth group that he has that he's been mm-hmm. like leading through the apocalypse i think all of yeah. them will die yeah because um, they weren't saved before the rapture happened so like it's too late now that's and this is the right. last movie so this is going to show them um you know being cast into the i mean pits to the pits yeah so i think uh hillsong may may buy potentially it in this one. die yeah yeah, or uh, I I do think that uh, Stephen Furtick will make it. Will make it. <laughs> Stephen Stephen Furtick. Mm-hmm. What if he was in Avengers? He's strong enough to be like he kind of has the uh, the build of uh, Hawkeye. Why specifically Hawkeye? Because he's kind of short. I've always and... thought that Hawkeye looks like a youth pastor. He does, he especially does? now. I've I feel like Jerry Jeremy Remen. <laughs> I can't speak to Jerry him. Rimner. Jerry Rimner would be a wonderful youth pastor, I think. Have you seen Jeremy Renner on the press circuit recently? He's no. just so smug and thinks that he's so cool. He like, is. hey dude, you are not in the other Avengers movie, and no one really noticed until the uh, very end. I noticed. I like Hawkeye. I'm a Hawkeye fan. I only like him because his name's Clint. <laughs> His name is Clint, isn't it? It is. And whenever I hear people, you know, the name is so unusual that whenever I hear it, you know, in whatever setting, somebody says Clint, I always peek up and go, yes. Mm-hmm. So it's always got to be about me. I think that says something about my character. Well, you've got Hawkeye and I've got Eli Manning, whose full name is Elisha. And then I've also got Alicia Keys. So, yep. Which I share so. a name with. Um, But we should probably talk about shrek the third which is the movie that we're doing an episode on we're in the middle not, of our shrek series not shrek three yeah no not shrek three it's shrek the third shrek the third 
third is spelled out. It's not the three, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uppercase or whatever it is, you know, greater than. To, to, it's not three to the RD power. And and a cool Easter egg that you may notice if you're kind of an eagle eagle eyed fan like me. Um, is that the reason it's called Shrek the Third is because that makes him sound like a king, and this one is about him trying not to be the king. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in reality, he is king for a little bit. He's he's king for. Uh, we can assume a week. Maybe I guess so. That that's true. That after after Froggy Man dies, he is the king until mm-hmm. Arthur puts on the crown. I hadn't really thought of that. I just thought it was a kingless nation up until that now, point. But you're right. He's king. I could be, um, you know, uh, reading reading into how royalty works now it's passed on, but typically it's passed on genetically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that would actually mean that they have a queen now. And right. so uh, Fiona would be the head of state as the queen, yeah, they make such a big deal out of Shrek being the king and not yeah. about Fiona being queen. Like, what if Fiona queen. wanted to be the queen? They never really yeah, ask I, her. I did kind of think about that. Shrek's <laughs> just like, nah, I want to go back to the swamp. And, I mean, Fiona's got baby on the brain. Wow, that's so, true. Um, they really set this up, and we'll get into this more later, but they really set the movie up to be like Shrek realizing by the end of it, oh, I do have what it takes to be king. And that's right. not really what happens, is it? Yeah, I mean, it would have been. Of, I mean, spoiler alert. Obviously, this is not the end of our Shrek journey. This is not Shrek Endgame. Correct. Correct. Um, it would have been a pretty fulfilling arc, I think, to see him become king and yeah, have all these weird weirdos have you know a good life. Mm-hmm. I actually do think that this is kind of Shrek Endgame and Shrek Forever After is like the MCU after Endgame. Because mm. it's like... I haven't I haven't seen um, Forever Forever After. Man, I saw it and I just didn't like it. So it's going to hey, be fun hey to buddy, revisit. Hey, buddy. What? Uh, don't tell me a no, thing. It's fine for me to say what I thought of it the first time I saw it, which was like okay. several years ago. Um, okay. Yeah, I could love it this time. Who knows? Well, let's talk about Shrek the Third. Um, let's talk about our personal experiences with yeah, it uh, growing up. So, you know, usually I like to have some kind of backstory to um, my my first time seeing the big green man on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought long and hard. And honestly, I think the first time I ever watched this was on like ABC Family or mm. something. Okay. I don't think that I I don't think I saw it in theaters. I don't think that we owned it on uh, VHS and or DVD. I think I saw this on like ABC Family or, you know, uh, I don't know, some some late night television program. I, I watched it. I, I, I just I think that's the only time I had ever seen it before. Hmm. Um, yeah, kind of. Well, I think I did see it in theaters, but I don't really have a lot of memories Man. of it. Um. It, this was 2007, so I would have been in seventh grade, right around mm-hmm. the time that it would not have been cool to see a Shrek movie. You, you know it what would, I mean? Like in seventh it grade, it's like <laughs> you're going to see Shrek. Okay, <laughs> I want to see Happy Feet. Um, but <laughs> that gritty movie from the director of the <laughs> Mad Max movies, Mad Max series. Um, but yeah, I uh, 
I, this would have been kind of in a weird spot for you because you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been young enough to see it, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have been old enough to go see it. Ironically, you would right. have been in that stage where it's like, I don't want to go see a movie. I just want to listen to um, Def Leppard, you know, or Pink Floyd. Yeah, that's what seventh graders listened to in two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Def Leppard. <laughs> Um, well, yes, but also there, there was this time in my life, which I think was around middle school and early high school that, uh, me and my dad would basically just go see every animated movie that came out, um, Mm. in the evenings and we would just like always be going to movies. It was just like animated movies and like, uh, any, any like non R rated like family movie. So like something, we, we something that you were comfortable movies. watching with your father. Right. So, but we always saw animated movies, every single one of them. And so, and usually I would leave the theater going, that was awesome. That was incredible. And my dad would go, that was cute. He would literally mm-hmm. say those words and I would always be yeah. like, no, it wasn't cute. It was groundbreaking. <laughs> no, the TMNT movie <laughs> was groundbreaking father. Uh, that is a, that is a very dad thing uh, to say. My dad will always like, even if it's not something childish, but it's mm-hmm. something, you know, not mature, something that doesn't have Clint Eastwood in it. He'll always say like, "Oh, that was cute." Yeah, there are movies that are cute, and then there are movies with Clint Eastwood in it. And honestly, <laughs> I would say the movie The Mule from last year is a pretty cute. Very movie. cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty cute Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, Clint Eastwood's a very cute man. It's just about a. Old man earning some extra income, running drugs across to, the border, trying to get by, just earning some extra. Sh- he, honestly, I He's respect his, old his hustle. I respect his hustle. He just want to, I just want to nuzzle on into some of those cracks in his face and his skin. I would like to watch you do that. Um, but anyway, yeah, I saw this movie <laughs> in theaters. I'm pretty sure I don't really remember the experience of watching it, but I know that I've seen this movie more than once. I know I had it on. I guess it would have been DVD by this point, but I, I still somehow feel like I had this on VHS. Family's always had some like kind of weird random assortment of, you know, DVDs. They always had, they never had the original Jurassic Park. They always had like Jurassic Park 3 and then <laughs> like so a, true. a few Die Hard movies and uh, then like The Little Mermaid, but in Fern Spanish. Gully 2. <laughs> Fern Gully 2, yeah. They never had, I rarely families had the complete set. It was just like a smattering of movies. And then, you know, obviously they had like the complete Bible man series, but that was, you know, I had the Bible man where he fights Dr. Fear or whatever. Mm hmm. Yeah. Which one was the one that also had a lightsaber? Uh, that was all the other ones. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Fear had like electricity or something like that. Okay. I think I'm imagining that. I think we had it on DVD. Okay, so they stopped making two, they, them in two thousand two. Apparently, they stopped making VHS tapes in two. No, they stopped like regularly releasing them in two thousand two. Oh, really? That's very surprising to me. Um, yeah, that seems to be which which kind of tracks for me. I think two thousand two is when we we started getting DVDs in our household instead of VHS. Mm. So, um, but yeah, this is a movie that I owned and watched a few times. And liked it. I liked this movie growing up. And I don't think I liked liked it as much as the other two, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, going on to to that, let's go through our first impressions of this movie, um, starting with our our numbers. So one thing that I like to do to break it up a little bit is, uh, 
you know, I like when we guess each other's number. Oh, do you like that? I like it a lot, oh, actually. Okay, cool. We'll do that for you, baby so, boy. Um, hey, thanks, baby Bob. And uh, okay. We did preserve our letterbox reviews this time, so it's a mystery. Correct. So I have no idea what you thought, and you have no idea what I thought. Okay. So it's three, two, one, go. We don't no, say let's go, just go though. Separately. Well, when I just said go, oh, separately. Okay, <laughs> that's easier. <laughs> you you go first. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna guess that, uh, and don't tell me until afterwards. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna guess that you thought this movie was a six. Okay. Do you want me to guess for you? Yes. I'm going to guess five for you. Okay. And uh, I was a five. You were a five, and I was a six. We know each other so well. (laughs) We know each other so well. Yeah. We should stop doing this podcast. (laughs) We know each other so well at this point. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing else to find out about each other and each other's bodies. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, just tracking with the rest of the the Shrek series that we've done, uh, you have always kind of liked it one more point more than me that seems to be true probably yeah and i do want to retroactively go back and change my shrek 2 vote oh snap what are you gonna say i now want to i want to elevate it above shrek 1 no way i convinced you you did i mean i've just been i've been marinating on it and i've been thinking about it a lot my wife is right behind me Uh and she can attest that i talk about shrek in my dreams right honey (laughs) No. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Chandler's now been on our podcast. Yay. Ding, 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 ding. Hey, can we uh can we actually put um in parentheses with Chandler Peppers in the in the title of this episode? No, you can't She's do not that. Chandler that's Peppers. Not her name She's anymore. Chandler Page. She was Correct. Chandler Peppers in high school. This is true. When, when I knew, knew her. her but I don't know her now that you're married to her. Correct. <laughs> you have to forget her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like it a little bit better better than the uh the, than the first one. Yeah, it's um, uh see the here, here's the thing about the first one is it does not have puss and boots in it, so very that's fair the thing point. you have to take into account. That's a very fair point. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm a five, and yeah. you're a you are a five, a and also you thought that Shrek was a five. I no Shrek is definitely <laughs> Shrek's a ten out of ten, baby. Oh, Smoking I meant like Shrek, Shrek the Third. Oh. You think that Shrek the Third is a five in addition to you, Clint Page being a five in general? Yes. Not correct. on the Enneagram on on the hot scale. <laughs> no, I'm an eight on an Enneagram scale. Yeah, but you are not an eight on the hot scale. <laughs> My wife is a five on the Enneagram, however, uh-huh. um, because we we both know each other's Enneagrams. Uh, should um, we start a separate Enneagram podcast? But it's also mm-hmm. an Enneagram Shrek podcast. Yes, that's what we shouldn't do. Would it be uh, called the Ennea Shrek or the Shrekiagram? Shrekiagram is definitely what it should be called. I think that's correct. Um. So yeah, a five, and you're a six. I'm a six. Um, uh, I so I liked it, but I didn't love it. I think it's the yeah, worst Shrek movie that is still a fun little Shrek movie. It definitely still had that um, that Shrek vibe, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I I don't think it was as magical, if that makes sense, as the others. I mean, they had Merlin, but like the stakes were very human in this, and the points that they were trying to make were extremely on the nose, you know, the way they went about trying to make them. Yeah, I I think it suffers from Prince Charming. Like, I think he. Uh, he's a fun character, but I don't really care about 
him just wanting to be king, like just taking his character again from the second one saying, no, I didn't get to be king last time, so let me this time try just by, this time. just by brute force this time. I'm going to get some witches and we're going to fly over and we're going to try and be, be the king. Like that's just boring to me. It it's, is. I mean, I will say I, I had completely forgotten that Prince Charming was the the big baddie mm-hmm. in this one, and you you know reminded me in the last episode. This is the um, Charming trilogy. The tr- Prince Even Charming he's trilogy. He's really only in two and three, but I still call it that. Correct. He's referenced in one. Um, he's the Davy Jones I, of this trilogy. <laughs> correct. Um, he, he did a. Li- he was a little more compelling than I thought he would be. Um, I did like the aspect of. You know, his vanity leading to um, him wanting to create a play to kill Shrek at the very end. I kind of <laughs> liked that. Yeah. Um, that has to be based off of something. I'm not sure what it is, but it's it's got to well, be based off of something. Every single thing that happens in a Shrek movie is a reference to yeah, something. Yeah, okay, so whatever. Whether you know it is or not. I, I don't know, like, most of the references in this, I, I feel like, but I just assume that everything is referencing something, so... I do know that like Shrek is based off of like the character Shrek is based off of something. I have not read it, but I know that he is based around something. It's a book. It's a children's children's book called um, Shrek. Crap! Nacho literally jumped up and grabbed my mic from the desk. Nacho so, really wants sorry. to be on this episode. Can we say Shrek the Third with Chandler Page and Nacho Page? Um, but yeah, I had no idea that it was a book. I thought for a while that it was original DreamWorks property. Yeah, I mean, I'm Googling Shrek book right now just to see what the picture looks like, and Shrek he book. has orange hair. He does have orange hair and kind of polka dots on his mm. face, and his head has a big bump on it, but the ears are accurate. He does have those classic Shrek ears, I would say, at a little bit of a lower angle on his head. They don't point up quite as high. Also, mm. the book title has an exclamation point on it. Shrek! Shrek! <laughs> and it does appear that there is a donkey in it. I don't know if he plays the same role um, you or open if he is and, voiced and, by Eddie and Murphy. And Eddie Murphy as the donkey. <laughs> Whenever you read the book, you have to bring Eddie Murphy in to read those parts or they don't yeah. sell you the book. Um, I think that, um, you know, like looking at, while I have never seen... Uh, Shrek Forever After you have mm-hmm. I know that that one is not held in high regard and yeah. I think that this movie was kind of the the early signs of it slipping yes but it, I, th- I think it held up more than I thought it was going to I, I still agree. think it felt like a Shrek movie it just felt like a weak Shrek movie whereas Shrek Forever After I remember not even feeling like a Shrek movie um, mm-hmm. I just like when I watched Shrek 2 I finished the movie and was like I think that the take that this first movie has on like fairy tale stories I think the second one like takes that and makes it even better and I, I think the third one just didn't really have a take at all it was just like a continuation of these characters and kind of yeah a I mean way but the story the story that was made here could have been easily you know, photocopied onto just random characters and it probably would have been just as compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I don't know that I'm going to have that much more negative stuff to say because I had a lot of fun in this movie and wrote down a lot of lol moments. So uh, Okay, so you did write down your lol moments? I, well, only a few of them that really got me. Um, there there was a moment in this movie that made me laugh really hard, but it was it was supposed to be funny, but also not as funny as I thought it would be. Hmm. I'm sorry. Um, which, 
uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. It was okay, kind of nightmare-inducing. Mm. Um, it was when Shrek was having a nightmare oh, about yes. his his babies, uh-huh. and uh, Donkey's face like <laughs> turned into a Shrek baby. He, he thinks he's awake, and Donkey wakes up and lifts his head da, up, da. but he's got a Shrek baby head, and it is yeah, very it, scary, actually. It scared me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just, I like it's I was like scene. fear laughing. <laughs> um, you know. Well, let me tease this. Um, we're we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna do our ten thousand foot view. But I also have a little bit of a game that I want to play that has okay. to do with this movie. So we will do that after the break. It finally happened. What happened? The fruits of our labor have finally paid off. I already know about what has happened. Oh, yes, I'm not yes-ending you. The crystal You're thing. You're not yes-ending me. Yeah, the crystal thing. So uh, if you we have got a been bunch of a, stuff. <laughs> yeah, if you've been a uh, somewhat long listener to this podcast, you know that we've been cooing for Crystal to give us some of that moolah. Um, <laughs> and Crystal, the small hamburger restaurant. In a way, they did give us moolah because... We have well, they goods spent money that on we it. could. Yeah. yeah, they did. They spent money on our podcast, didn't they? That's pretty. They cool. did. Yeah. Um. So in a way, I mean, this our joy was sponsored by Crystal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sponsor joy in everybody that encounters them. Correct. Uh, that's true. Don't let's let's not get it twisted. Um, and there's not but, a representative from Crystal standing behind me right now, making kind of a throat cutting motion on his mm-hmm. throat to ensure that I only say good things about Crystal that would be crazy if that was true but it's not yeah, true yeah and their and their na- and their mascot Karen Crystal is not you know holding piano wire right beside me telling me right. that uh you know I I better I better say nice things um now but, Karen Crystal is here but she is not holding piano she is wire. not doing that Karen Crystal is here uh she has chosen not to speak but you know that's fine the reason she Um, is not as like high profile as a lot of fast food um sort of mascots is because she looks exactly like wendy (laughs) from wendy's yeah yeah and she's deaf so you know right you know and and good for crystal by making their um mascot you know somebody who is historically disenfranchised Mm -hmm. um so you know good for them but uh, yeah, if you've been listening to our podcast for any length of time, you know that we have one crystal to sponsor us. And we teased, I don't know, maybe like two months ago that we had mm, made yeah, it was contact. A while ago. Yeah, we had made contact with them and then they uh, said that they were going to send us some stuff. some stuff. And we got our stuff finally. I assumed the stuff would be like coupons or maybe like Same. a crystal hat or something. Which it was a crystal hat. Now a crystal hat was is also maybe one thirtieth of what we got. We got a lot of stuff. <laughs> yes, and do if, you have the backpack in front of you? Uh, it's behind me. I can kind of swing my head around and look at it and name some of the things that are on it, or that were in it, and they're now spread across my living room floor because I was just so happily tearing through this bag full of goodies. Um, right. A lot of good stuff in there. And if you saw on our social media, um, if it wasn't clear, we each got that. So me and Clint live in different cities. So we each got our own separate bag of goodies, which is wonderful. Right. Um, um, it, it, it was it was great. Um, you know, they sent us a, a, a full-sized clear, a crystal clear backpack. Um, <laughs> so that we with, can walk into um, elementary, elementary school and school. we know that we are 
they know that we're not carrying any sort of weapons or anything like you used to have when you were in elementary school when they made everyone have clear backpacks for a while and then kind of gave up on that strategy i don't think they ever did that with me it was really they definitely did that for me uh i don't think the school required it but it was like definitely a thing they were pushing where it was like everybody's gonna have these like eventually we're gonna make it to where these are the only backpacks that are legal <laughs> uh, anyway. uh well yeah i mean but and you would so if that happens we'll be prepared now right uh they also gave i think my favorite thing that i got from them um was probably the letter uh um, that they sent to us which they did send us a letter um but i'll get to that in a second um aside from that i would say probably either the crystal oven mitt or the crystal sunscreen the the crystal (laughs) the crystal skulls no the crystal sunscreen is my favorite thing that we got Mm -hmm. for sure um because they know we're pale boys we got two two backpacks actually one's the clear clear one and one's the one with like drawstrings yeah the drawstring like a basketball backpack and then Um, like a lunchbox in addition to that yeah like a hot and cold cooler right uh pretty cool some headphones some crystal branded headphones that was pretty cool Two pairs of sunglasses, which is very exciting mm-hmm. because now I can be wearing crystal sunglasses, and if they like get dirty or something, I could take them off and put on my and other whip crystal on the other sunglasses. Pair. Yes, people will be you? so impressed. They'll be like, "Wow, you have crystal sunglasses!" And then they'll like uh, uh, smack them off my face because they're like a school bully. And then I'll just whip out my second whip pair of crystal sunglasses and put them yeah. on, and they'll be like, "Whoa!" And then they'll respect me finally. Uh, we also have crystal salt and pepper shakers, which look like uh, little hamburgers. Ah, that's those what those cool. were. I didn't get a great look at those. That's very cool. Oh, really? That's very yeah, exciting yeah, to yeah. me. Uh, we also have like a head warmer type thing. Uh, pretty cool. A yeah, bunch for of when pins. your head's cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, a really cool notebook. Like a, a very like cool a, notebook. Like a, a good nice notebook. notebook. It's like yeah. shiny and red and says crystal on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy like to think that. Notebook. I could go through the rest of my life only using things branded by Crystal. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, uh, the letter that I think is probably my favorite thing, which I I am getting it framed uh, to hang up in my house, um, it it says something to the effect of, like, we heard y'all were, you know, big Crystal fans. Uh, and then they mentioned the podcast. They said, good luck with your podcast. Uh we hope to see you sometime type yeah. of thing. I saw the letter and was like, okay, so this is a letter that they put in everyone's little merch bags or whatever. But then it, it said, good luck with your podcast. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is this is for us. Like, this is, while, it's you for know, me. In, 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 in all seriousness, um, while it is on a very small scale, you know, something that they probably have these bags prepackaged, and it took. No, them, I think they you know, made all of these items custom for us. <laughs> for us, yeah, I haven't tried on the sunglasses. Um, but it and it took them, you know, fifteen seconds to type up that letter, and they just printed out two copies of them and shoved it in the bag. Uh, it did like kind of mean something to me in a weird sense. It no, did, like, I was very heartwarmed, like in a very legitimate way. Like, I didn't cry, but I was, like, kind of emotionally affected by it. I was like, wow, this is, you know, not to toot our own horns, but this is at least some kind of, you know, small form of validation that we got from somebody that is not our immediate family or friends. From truly the greatest um, company, period? They were... Today, today, they were named in uh, the New Yorker's top 10 local restaurants in America. 
You, do you or think like it was lo- them sending us those swag bags that put them yeah, over the edge? Put them over the edge, absolutely. And get this, Crystal, uh, your headquarters is right down the road from mm-hmm. where I work, and uh, we had Crystal order. I told I told uh, our receptionist at work today about this, and you know, just like <laughs> and she was like, like "What?" <laughs> yeah, and you're like, my podcast ordered- got sponsored by Crystal, but not really. They just sent us a bag of sunscreen. Well, like, people okay. people in my office have heard me refer to it, and they they listen to it, and so I told her, and she ordered crystal for the office. Oh, that's so very nice. It was very cool, um, and like I said, it's a very small gesture that they gave to us, but it was very meaningful. Very and meaningful. While while crystal may not be a, a sponsor, I am proud to say that they are a friend of the show. They are a friend of the show for sure. Absolutely, that is not even inaccurate to say. And also, I would like to say that we are the unofficial podcast of Crystal? Is that fair to say? I think that's a very fair thing to say. Uh, We are not sponsored by them financially, but we support them, and I think they emotionally support us. I would say that we are, in a sense, sponsored by them financially, but it's on like a barter system instead of like using currency. So they just sent us some goods, and we are providing them services of advertisement so um, you know what this mm-hmm. weekend i'm gonna get me crystal okay i, I actually <laughs> might too <laughs> i think we need to um one thing that i i want to tease that maybe we'll do in the future mm-hmm. i want to i want to go into a crystal with you elisha and just see how many we can eat in one sitting um would that be an episode of the show <laughs> would, no would, but we would we would oh, talk okay. about it i thought you meant like record it like we we did Clint, we don't talk about this much, but we did record an episode of our show in Crystal. Isn't that kind of weird? We did. We recorded uh, Spider Verse in a Crystal. That's so, pretty weird. Uh, it was. It was. It was pretty cool. That's pretty random um, and weird. Pretty random, kind of like remember when we it's... did on that on Friends. Um, but <sighs> yeah, I mean, such a Ross. So, <laughs> you're such a Phoebe. Um, but you know, sometimes you and I, when we get together, we will also make you know videos of to some effect. And uh, that might be, you know, a short video that we make and see how many crystal we can eat in a crystal. In a crystal. Oh, in the restaurant crystal. Okay, that sounds good. So we are now the unofficial podcast of Crystal. Crystal is a friend of the show, and they do not have representatives in our podcast recording house right now pointing guns at us. That would be crazy. Correct. Uh, So, yeah, in a full candid moment, thank you, Crystal, for... Doing this in a small way for us and giving us some kind of validation. So we fully support you. Thank you, Crystal, and also you're welcome, Crystal. (laughs) Correct. You're welcome. Okay, so I would like to be king of Far, Far Away, so I hired a bunch of witches to um, follow me on broomsticks while we fly into the kingdom. So are you up for joining me? You know... You know how we're gonna ride those broomsticks? I think we could. We should kind of sit side saddle. Side saddle, I think baby. That would be kind of cool if we did that. That did stand out to me the most. I was like, those witches are riding side saddle, which logistically makes sense. They're in dresses. Yeah. So logistically, it does make logistically sense. it makes sense. <laughs> okay, so uh, ten thousand foot view of this movie. Um, again, forgive me if I get a bit lost because uh, this movie jumps around a lot. I feel so, like you say that every time. Yeah, but it's mainly because I have a mental disability. Do um, you? Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, you just wanted to say that. 
Wait, did you say like you said? Do you like? Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> Which one did you think I had? I I really didn't know what you were getting at there. I'm sorry. You were you you asked me like I yeah, thought I could be- you the way you said it was like yeah I could believe it. Well, <laughs> do you want do you want to know what I really thought? I thought you were gonna say like I'm dyslexic, and then I was gonna have to say Clint that is not like that would not affect your ability to watch a movie and comprehend it. I thought I was going to have to be the one to correct you, but really I just looked like the idiot. <laughs> no, apparently I look like the idiot. Um, no, you don't. I am dyslexic, but um, in all seriousness, I am. But uh, well, yeah, so- I thought, I think I knew that. And that's why I said, do you? And I thought that's what you were referring to. I love you, Clint. You're smart. I'm smart and disabled. So, um, 10,000 foot view of this movie. Uh, Shrek is living in far, far away now with uh, his wife, Fiona. And uh, the king and queen are away because the king is sick. And apparently people would like leave the kingdom when they were sick. Uh, but turns out that uh, the king uh, is died. And so uh, the, the king dies and he tells Shrek that he is now the king of far, far away. Uh, forget Fiona. Uh, and Shrek, you know, obviously does not want to be king. He just wants to be a he just wants to be an ogre and uh, do ogre things and get dirty in the swamp and live his life, which is kind of the theme of this. Is Shrek just wants to be left alone? But and we don't so see the swamp until the end of the movie. Isn't that crazy? We see the swamp in some dream sequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's dream swamp. Correct, dream swamp. Um. And uh, Shrek, Shrek comes to find out that he uh, actually, uh, Fiona has a cousin, uh, Arthur, played by Justin Timberlake, who uh, could be the next in line for the throne. Is it uh, which, his cousin, her cousin? I didn't, mm-hmm. that wasn't clear yeah. to me. Okay. So it's your cousin, your cousin Arthur. Gotcha. Which, if we're judging this genetically, technically Fiona should have been the one to abdicate the throne, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shrek goes on a journey to get Arthur, who is a big dork. And in the meantime, uh, Prince Charming is now the big baddie of this movie. He's kind of down and out. He's doing plays in Far, Far Away, which is very funny, doing dinner theater. And uh, he decides that he is going to take over Far, Far Away and kind of holds a coup and uh, forces Fiona into a prison with a bunch of the princesses and uh, takes over Far, Far Away. Excuse me. Oh, that's staying I'm, in the episode. I'm such I'm such a Shrek. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, he he's takes over and he formulates a play uh, to kind of slaughter Shrek openly in front of everyone. Uh, but he gets stopped, and uh, Char or I'm sorry, uh, Arthur becomes king, and Shrek and Fiona have babies in the swamp, and then the cats in the cradle and the babies in the swamp. But uh, yeah. Then they live happily ever after, presumably. Yes, and I don't think you explicitly said this, but Fiona tells Shrek she's pregnant at the beginning of the movie, and much yes. of the movie is about Shrek dealing with this and being scared to be a dad. Correct, which is kind of what I was saying um, you know, earlier on in the episode, is that there are points in the movie where like the way Shrek is dealing with um, with Arthur, who is you know a teenager, like a tween, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the way he deals with him in kind of like a very fatherly way uh, is a bit, and, and then Shrek has those moments where it's like, maybe I can do it. Um, it's a bit on the nose, but yeah, you know. Well, you know what movie does that better? Uh, Into the Spider Verse, when he just <laughs> yeah. he literally just goes, oh, maybe I do want to have kids. It's yeah, but so much. Better. It's funny. 
yeah the way the way they do it it's so much better yeah hey but shrek the third is still a fun movie so i mentioned that we uh that i had a game for us um and i hope that you i'm I'm excited well so i was looking through the cast list on imdb and i found some pleasant little surprises so how much have you looked at the cast list um have, have you looked um through it I have looked at it, but not like too in depth. Okay, so because there were some nice little surprises for me, and so what I want to do here is just name a few characters and have you try and guess who voiced that person. Okay, um, I might. I mean, you know, not to throw off the game, but I may get it. I mean, if you do, that's fine, and we. Okay. I will cut this out. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, who voices Snow White? Oh, oh, um. I'll tell you who it sounded like. Okay. Um, and then I'll tell you who I thought it was. Okay. Or who I think it is. It, it sounded, um, it sounded a lot like the the girl who voiced Ariel, okay. whatever her name is. Uh, uh, but it sound. I think it's Amy Poehler. It is Amy Poehler. Yes. Uh, yes. Do you know who Rapunzel is? I don't. Um, I know Maya Rudolph is in is in Shrek the third but i don't think she's rapunzel is she She is rapunzel this is boring so far okay do you know who lancelot is i do lancelot is john krasinski Ah, this sucks okay no 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 that's not because i looked ahead but Uh it's because it sounded like john krasinski oh i did not notice until afterward okay um what about what about mabel from the office do you even know who mabel is I don't know who Mabel is. Mabel is one of the two ugly stepsisters. She's the first one that we encounter that's the, the bartender at the beginning of the movie. Okay. Wh- who Who is Mabel? Okay, Mabel. No, don't tell me. So is Mabel a dude? They're both... Bo- well, yeah, yeah. they both have they're, male... They're both boys. Um, yes. Mabel. Man, I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, from The Lion King. Three, two, No, 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 no. One. Don't tell me. Uh... I don't know who. The answer is star of the Lion King, Regis Philbin. What? <laughs> Regis Philbin. And uh, I want you to think along those same lines when I'm you try Mabel. and guess who Hello. Doris is, which is the other ugly stepsister. Oh, the other ugly stepsister. That That's the one that is like that Prince Charming had yeah. me harder than July. Yes. Uh, that one. Um. It's not Harvey Firestein, is it? No, it is Larry King. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. That Larry, hey, I'll say this. Larry King did a good job. Yeah, he did. He's, he's very good. Um, very funny. That's, do you, fu- that's hilarious. Do you know who the ship captain is? Yes, and it's because there was a moment where I thought, that voice sounds super familiar. Who is that? And then later on, he did something. I was like, that's Seth Rogen. And you said, that is the small furry mouse from Horton Here's a Who, known as I, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, yes. No, a, a Pumbaa. A Pumbaa. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is Pumbaa, isn't he? He is. He's a small furry mouse in another movie. Um, hey, hey, bud, what did you just say? He's a small furry mouse in another movie. The Lion King. Is he Pumbaa? Oh, you know what I meant. <laughs> he's a he's a fat furry mouse. He's a fat furry pig. He's a fat furry mouse. A pig is a mouse. <laughs> Everything is just a mouse to you. <laughs> a, <laughs> every animal is just a different size of mouse to me. 
pig yeah. is mud mouse uh dog is uh bark Wolf mouse <laughs> yeah bark so mouse. okay one more uh do you know who captain hook is no um i i so i i heard his voice and i thought it sounded familiar is is it um i'll tell you who i think it is um is it kelsey Grammer? it is not kelsey Grammer. give me a hint i'm gonna uh, give me a, a hint, hint? okay he plays a villain in a pirates of the caribbean movie bill nighy no uh jeffrey rush no you've named two of the villains Javier Bardem? You've named three of the villains and you're still Hold not correct. He plays a villain in... There's one Pirates of the Caribbean movie that has a main villain that you have not named. Um. Oh, 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 oh. Is it... He played Blackbeard. Yes. Is Do you know right? the guy's name? Uh, It's not Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> no, it's not Dustin Hoffman. It is Ian McShane. Ian McShane, that's right. Um, which is just funny to me because he's a pirate and then he's also a pirate. and A good and pirate. He's also in the new Hellboy, which is just very bad. <laughs> uh, Have you seen he, it? He plays Hellboy's dad, yeah. Uh, yeah Mr. It's, Hellboy. It's real bad. He, he plays Father Hellboy. Um, hell, <laughs> hell dad. <laughs> hell man. <laughs> hell man. Um, he was uh, just a jar. He's just a jar of mayonnaise. And then... <laughs> One that I did not include on my list that I'm looking at now, but I think we should include. Do you know who uh, voices Merlin? Uh, yeah, that's uh, what's his name uh, is, from his name? yeah from Monty Python. Yes, Eric Idle. Eric Idle, who is uh, in a way kind of the the quintessential voice of British comedy. If you it, hear him talk, very true. And when I heard it, I went, "Oh, it's John Oliver." But then I was like, "Wait, John Oliver wasn't <laughs> that big back then, was he?" And then I looked right. it up and was like, "Oh no, it is uh, Eric Idle who was John Oliver before John Oliver." Right. <laughs> At Eric, least in the or, voice. Uh, yeah, Eric Idle is a little more nasal than John Oliver, I think. But uh, yes, and I dislike him less <laughs> than John Oliver. Yeah, John Oliver is annoying, but pompous, Eric Idle is. I like Eric Idle. Um, okay. Shrek the third. What are your takes? <laughs> so, so, you know, kind of like I said, um, mm. the stakes in this one were far more realistic, I guess, than, than the others. How so? I mean, the, okay. So the external stakes were very grand in the fact that um, Shrek did not want to be king. Uh, so we had to find the rightful heir, but, also, you know, Prince Charming was going to presumably kill Shrek as well as Fiona. Um, but the internal stakes were just like, Shrek's scared of being a dad. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's very, like, that's very realistic. I myself am not a father and have never been a father um, that, I, that I know of. Um, but it, it was a very human, you know, human stake to have. And I think in in some sense that is kind of a fault of the movie. Um, I th- I kind of agree in the sense that him being scared to be a dad has nothing to do with like fairy tale stories and this trope of like beauty and ugliness and, and, and coming together, you know, which right. is what both of the first two movies are commenting on. And this one has nothing to say about that. It seems right. like... Uh, it's kind of it's kind of foregone the the original thesis statement of Shrek, you know. Right. It's not it's not really concerned with that anymore. Um, it does seem to kind of want to explore the idea of like 
villains being villains because the story tells them that they're supposed to be villains because you know prince charming is like oh all, he rounds up all the villains and is like let's get our revenge and then at the end you know Artie is like uh but you like to knit right and they're like yeah we're not villains anymore but it doesn't I grow really. daffodils yeah and they're beautiful beautiful ian mcshane um right. okay yeah 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 i think but, we, i think yeah, we're on the same page there yeah what are some of uh, your your lol moments from this movie one one that made me laugh incredibly hard was um whenever it was at the very end when arthur Artie, uh affectionately known as Artie, i uh, would say to that um more like farty is what i would say go on oh boy um so it was when he was giving his like you know you you are only bad because people tell you you're bad speech Uh and uh He's giving this to all the villains, and he he says, uh, "The only person standing in the way of you being good is you." And he just kind of like blindly gestures. At <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> yeah, he blindly gestures at Rumpelstiltskin, and he goes, "Me," and kind of a gang behind him goes, "It's him, get him, lads." <laughs> <laughs> I also laughed really hard at that. That was probably uh, the hardest that I laughed uh, in the movie. Uh, that's a good moment. I think my hardest. <laughs> Was when it's toward the beginning when Shrek is trying to scratch his butt in the costume, and that little servant guy, Shrek points at him. He goes, "Oh, what's your name?" And he goes, "Uh, Fiddlesworth, Fiddlesworth, sir." And Shrek kind of chuckles and he goes, "Oh, perfect." (laughs) I don't really understand the joke, but I thought it was really funny. I think because it's like he's fiddling with Shrek. I guess so. I should know. (laughs) I thought that was so funny. Uh, oh, perfect. I also the, the creepy, like weird sexiness that people associate with Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> um. I also thought it was really funny at the very beginning when we're seeing uh Prince Charming's first play, where Shrek comes out and he's like, "It's someone dressed as Shrek in like a cardboard box costume." Yeah. And the audience just goes, "Yeah, Shrek." <laughs> <laughs> They're just, like a hundred percent for him. It it feels like a perfect picture of Shrek culture. <laughs> there there was something that happened in in that in that moment that made me laugh really hard, and I can't remember what it what it is. Um, where you know King or where Charming was being heckled in the audience, and somebody said something really funny. Yeah, I, I can't remember. remember. I can't remember what it was, but mm-hmm. that was really funny to me. Um. One thing that we forgot to mention in that happened in the second movie um, that was a post-credit scene was that uh, Donkey got babies. Donkey does got babies now. They're reptilian donkey five. babies. <laughs> reptilian reptilian donkey babies. That can and fly. I, I do not like. I do not They like are not God. of God. <laughs> 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 I do not. I do not like how the way that they're animated no. um, is just kind of overtly saying that they have a mental disability. What? No, I don't think yes. so. They're they're like kind of you know drooling. Their tongues are falling out. And they're their babies. Eyes are kinda, their eyes are cockeyed and looking in like different directions. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I just thought they were babies. Yeah, but... it, it's just kind of implied that they're you know not all there yeah no they're uh they're horrible (laughs) yeah i don't like them at all they're not cute they're they're just gross i don't like them 
and it seems like if you're gonna do something bold enough, like have half dragon, half donkey babies, that should be what the whole movie is about. You can't just sprinkle them right. in when you want to. It's kind of thrown away. And they they hint at it a little bit in the in the second one where it's like, where's Dragon? Ah, oh, she's been acting moody recently. Yeah. And then you don't see her to the very very end credits. And then it's oh, like, she was prego. Y- yeah. Um. Um. I did. I did not like them. I yeah, they're bad. Um. Did you know that Shrek's nose is really flat in this? Did you notice that? Y- yes, I did actually, because it's usually <laughs> kind of rounded, but it like jets out and then like plateaus. You know, yes. off at the very like hor- or vertically plateaus. I don't, I don't know, know why they made that decision. <laughs> it's a weird decision. It did stand out. Uh, and it seems like they put a lot of work into that character design it seems like it that um, weird character design uh the people the animation as you know with the fir- first and second one got better between the two i will say that do you think it's are you saying it's better between this one and shrek 2 yes uh, i didn't notice it being any better it looked about the same to me it just looked a little clearer i mean you know, we were we were able to have close ups on people's faces and they did not look kind of wistfully into the distance just because animators didn't know how to animate them looking at the camera. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, I think that this movie does a really good job of nailing the Shrek tone, which I can't think of another movie that has the tone that a Shrek movie has at least these first three um like where you know that the funeral scene after Fiona's father has died it's a very Very sad scene but it's also very funny like even his death itself and the funeral scene is like a genuinely sad like they're playing sad music and they're playing live or let die by the Beatles yes well Paul McCartney Paul McCartney but whatever um idiot um but yeah, I don't know. I just think I I think the first one nails that too, which I think you disagree with a little bit, but um yeah, it's I mean, just a weird thing that I've never really seen in another movie that kind of grungy music that they play in the sad scenes. It's like yeah, it yeah. feels so Shrek. It is very Shrek, and I think you know that's something that I've never seen another animated movie do. Um I don't think I've seen another I, movie do it. Right, right. It's just very unique. Um, the, the the death scene for the frog dad, the, the frog king. Very funny. Um, it was funny. I will say I think he died one too many times. I disagree. Uh, I thought I think that was perfect. <laughs> I, I you know, he did not uh keep to the rule of three. Um, I think it was three times though. I think they did keep to the rule of three. It was technically four, because on the fourth one he died. Oh, okay. Um, I just thought yeah. it was funny how he finally dies and then Donkey goes, Do your thing, man, and then put some boots takes his hat off <laughs> funny it was scene. very funny uh and the liver let die was very uh, oddly appropriate for this one mm. yeah i don't know it just fit really weird i was kind of waiting i couldn't once liver let die came on i love that song mm-hmm. uh not i don't love it enough to know it's by paul mccartney you but idiot. um it, i was waiting for the part it's like i was waiting for that too it didn't happen i kind of think it should have 
It should have. Uh, there would have been moments in this movie where that would have been appropriate, but not for Ooh. a funeral. Speaking of needle drops, did you notice that, you know, the scene where they start playing Barracuda when all the princesses are like yes. busting into the castle? Did you yeah. notice that they're first playing Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin and then it yeah. turns into Barracuda? Yeah, that was weird. That cause... really confused me as a kid because I always got those songs mixed up. And then I just now realized, oh, the reason I was confused oh, about that is because this movie, this movie mixes them together. It's very strange. Right. And I mean, in all honesty, they probably could not afford the royalty rights of Led Zeppelin. I know Led Zeppelin is uh, typically very protective of their music rights. Um, but I mean, uh, they, they had to pay something for her to just go, ah. Right, right. But I mean, uh, probably, you know, it gets into uh, dicey territory when they're talking about come from the land of the ice and snow or whatever. Uh, That's the song, right? Yeah, that's the song. I also I think it was just that they want Barracuda is sung by a band of girls and it's girls breaking into the castle. So I think correct. It was a far more appropriate song. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Good needle drops in this movie. Very good. Shrek is good at needle drops. Yeah, I would say um, in a way it's kind of perfected it. And people have imitated, but uh, yeah. none have perfected it like Shrek. None have perfected it. Oh, um, okay. That sucked. <laughs> no, I think it was actually good. Um, <laughs> okay, my bad. I'm sorry. Um, I um, think So Shrek has babies. He does have babies. He has um, three babe. Three babe. And did the you, fourth one is about that. <laughs> did you think that they were cute? No, I did not like to look at them. I thought they were much cuter than what I remember. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, they're, you know, Shrek ogre babies, but uh, I thought they were cute. All right. Well, congrats. Uh, I was a little disturbed um, by kind of the overt thought of Shrek and Fiona. Um consummating so, so you thought about that i did a, a lot um after, <laughs> you know, this one. yeah and okay. i didn't like it i gotta be honest i didn't enjoy it well you, you weren't required to think about that so i think that's on you mm-hmm. it is on my dirty mind but um <laughs> yeah we see more shirtless shrek in this uh one line that i thought was very funny i think cameron diaz maybe said like three lines in this entire movie yeah she's not really in it much hardly in it which is okay uh i mean she phoned in shrek 2 right and she probably recorded this from home Mm -hmm. so um i thought the line at the very beginning where she was like "Ooh, morning breath and shrek goes i know isn't it great or something like that he says isn't it wonderful isn't isn't it wonderful in the very a very uh, sensual and sultry Shrek voice. Some some nice Fiona Shrek moments of, of romance. Yeah, showing showing that they're uh, the romance is still alive. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I I just want to say one. I think Artie sucks. I think he's a bad boy. Bad and I, don't, I don't know why someone would want him to be the king. And I don't mm-hmm. really like that the movie ends with him being king because I don't feel like he ever earns that other than having yeah. that random speech at the end. Yeah, um, he Shrek sucks. would be a better king. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Artie, Artie sucks. Uh, Artie sucks very bad. Artie sucks bad. He looks like a, a smaller version of Prince Charming. Like, why couldn't they have made him look different? Like, do, like, just don't give him blonde hair, you know? 
I, I don't yeah. get it. Why do they make him look like that? <laughs> He's even got like the long kind of middle parted wavy hair. Mm-hmm. And yeah. do you think they just like only knew how to make that kind of hair for boys? <laughs> yeah, it's just copy and paste and change color. They That's just the took the Prince Charming design and said, uh, scale it down to like 70% of that. <laughs> make it kind of small. Make it kind of small. Um, and I don't really understand why Shrek lies to him at the beginning, when he, or toward the beginning, when he tells him that he's the only heir. And then later we have that moment where he's like, wait, you lied to me? He's like, no, I'm the real heir. Like, I don't understand why Shrek couldn't have just said. Like, uh, yeah, I don't want to be it's, king. It's so me, it's but me. I would rather not. So you come be king. You're the next. You're the other heir. Like, why, yeah, why would that have been a problem? It would have been fine, I think, for him. And, you know, we're obviously speaking for animated characters here. But it probably would have been fine for him just to say, yeah, I think you would probably do a better job than me. Yeah. So here you go. I'm an ogre. How about that? He are, the kid is already predisposed to not like ogres, it seems like. So why didn't yeah. he just say, I don't think an ogre should be king? I'm disgusting <laughs> here. Um, also, how do people not know who Shrek is? Like, people, I mean, it's... Well, seen... he's, he's in a different kingdom. I think that's the yeah, idea. Pe- people knew where Far, Far Away was, but they did not know that their presumed king was a Shrek. Yeah, I guess. And that his wife was a Mrs. Shrek. His wife was a Mrs. Shrek, yeah. Um, or that their king was a frog. I just think, I think the only reason they had him lie to him is so that they could have that moment at the end of Act 2 when they play a sad song and everybody's sad because they found out that somebody lied about something that's in every, yeah. <laughs> in the, every in the other two Shrek movie. movies. And so, but it, that just felt really forced to me. And I think the whole movie just kind of fizzles out toward the end. Like, I, I like most of the two-third, the first two-thirds a lot, but... Yeah, forced conflict. Yeah. Yeah, the conflict, none of the conflict really feels very, like, natural in this movie because mm-hmm. even the the physical conflict is just Prince Charming saying, I want to be king, so I'm going to take over this kingdom by brute force. Like, I just... I don't care about that, you know? Right. It's not very, I mean, it's not very exciting. It's not very exciting. Um, yeah. Do you have any other thoughts about this movie? Um, I, w- I, w- I will say there were, you know, there were moments of enjoyment, but all in all, I think that this was kind of uh, the downward slope of the Shrek saga. I think that clearly, um, at least clearly to us, uh, its peak was in Shrek 2, and I think that the slope is pretty steep from here on down. Well, I think that... I just think it, the series should have ended after this one. Like, I don't think this one is so bad that I would have, like, not thought that Shrek was a good series if it had ended after this. But right. I remember Shrek 4 being really bad, so, like, I just wish they had ended on this one. I think that would have been okay. I think it's an okay movie. Would, okay, would you have been okay if... Shrek had been king though just ended with Shrek as king well that's a good question because at first I was thinking like he should obviously be king like why isn't he but then I was like well it is kind of about him accepting the fact that he needs to be there for his family and be a father but like also at the beginning when he just wants to go back to the swamp and be with Fiona it's like it kind of feels like has he really grown that much if he really, right, if it just right. ends with him going back to the swamp like he wanted to do at first, like yeah, I know he's being a dad, but like, I don't know. I felt like 
the thing they were setting up was him deciding, no, I'm going to stay here and fulfill my duty as king. So yeah. what, um, what kind of the, aside from the like, you know, beauty and ugliness or however you want to phrase it is kind of the motif of the first two. Uh, another theme of it was there are greater things in store for you that you might not like now or <laughs> like sounds like idea. Joel Osteen. Yeah. <laughs> that, just because, just because God doesn't want, just because God wants you to be sh- uh, a Shrek, Shrek king doesn't mean you have to. <laughs> You, know, you, 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 you got to give me money because he'll make God happy. I hate Joel Osteen. But, um, <laughs> I, there, I do like are... the idea that it all comes down to their personal preferences at the end. Because he tells Artie, yeah. you can be king if you want to. And then Shrek's like, it seems like Shrek is saying, like, if I need to stay here and be the king, I will do that. I'll be king. But yeah. I get to go home and be a dad. And so like that that's kind of nice. I guess I kind of like that. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, kind of the what I was getting at earlier before I turned into Joel Osteen was that mm-hmm. it's like, there are things that, you know, whether you want to look at it as destiny, fate, you know, whatever has in store for you that you may not like on the surface, but are actually very beneficial for you and what you need to be doing. And, um, you know, in the, in the first one, it was marrying Fiona. Uh, in the second one, it was accepting kind of this lifestyle, this family and that he's, he will fit into this. And I guess full circle would have been now he is king and everyone kind of accepts everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I kind of think it should have been king and also been a dad. And it's just a family of ogres he, ruling he over this have, kingdom. He could have had it all. And they look at Artie and they're like, you suck. And they just tell him to go back to high school where he keeps getting picked on because he he's sucks and he deserves he to be sucks. picked on. Learn not to suck, dude. Hey, maybe don't suck so much and you won't be picked on. Yeah. Ever thought of that, farty? Can you say that one more time? Yeah. Ever thought of that, farty? <laughs> yeah. Um, that, well, great, great, great thoughts. Great job, everyone. Um, Shrek is a gentleman's five, I it's, think. It's a gentleman's six to me. Um, okay. But it's, it's a perfectly okay movie, I think. Clint, I am just feeling so hot. Ooh. It's probably that spring weather creeping into your apartment. Mm-hmm. And how also, about, uh, how about uh, how about some hot takes? I'd love some. So, uh, just a reminder: hot takes is when I go on IMDb and find the user reviews uh, for this movie, and I kind of read those to y'all. So, I have every three, single one of them. Every single review. Uh, I have three reviews, uh, two, uh, one is about mid-size, one is very short, and one is kind of longer, but it's worth it. So uh, here is the first one. Uh, this comes from Aurora Leplin, and uh, Aurora Leplin gives it a 3 out of 10. Hmm. Uh, she says, truly disappointed, contains hmm. spoilers. Uh, and uh, her review says, in all honesty, Shrek is a kid's movie. So they might You know what? It. In all honesty, I think she's got a point there. <laughs> now <laughs> that I movie, think about it, it is. But the movie is a bomb for anyone over the age of 15. Personally, the movie does not live up to the previous two. There was no conflict at all, and the music was lame. Okay, Plus, I agree with the first things you said, but the music's not lame. Plus, the very funny moments seem to be surrounded by minor characters. Gingy, Breadman... 
<laughs> Jin, Jinji, Jinji, comma another character, Breadman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. Jinji, Breadman, Pinocchio. Heck, even the Shrek children were funnier than their parents. Whoa. <laughs> Even Donkey's children were funnier, and they did not speak. Because <laughs> <If> <laughs> they couldn't. Uh, if you need to know anything else, Shrek the Donkey, Puss in Boots are not funny in this movie. Mm. If you don't have children, don't go to this movie. It's not worth the $10. Someone will eventually put this clips on you space tube. You the, someone YouTube. put this clips on you tube. Tube. Uh, you what was her name? Aurora? Uh, Aurora Leplin. Thank you, Aurora. Thank you, Aurora. Thank you for being honest and vulnerable with us. Uh, <laughs> this one I thought was pretty funny. Uh, it comes from Leslie Harris 30. She gives it a 9 out of 10. And uh, her review says, The worst Shrek, but still a quality family entertainment. Whoa, so okay. She, called, she, called, she gave it a 9 out of 10, wow. but said it's the worst Shrek. So to her... Anything Shrek is top shelf, naturally. <laughs> well, it does have Shrek in it, so I guess it's it's a gentleman's eight. It's got to be point. nearly perfect. It's got to be nearly perfect because they have the big boy Shrek. Uh, so fasten in for this last one because um, let me tell you, Elisha, this one's a trip. Okay. So this comes from Rain Dog Junior. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Round of Rain applause Dog- for that name. Can we just appreciate that? Okay, go on. Rain Dog Jr. gives it a 7 out of 10. Reasonable. uh, Reasonable. They say, where is that Shrek? And uh, this this, uh, contains spoilers. Oh, no. Okay. uh, It says, I saw Shrek the... Okay, and let me preface this really quick. It's going to sound like I sustained some kind of aneurysm when I'm reading this, but I am reading it verbatim. Okay. So here we go. Uh, I saw Shrek the Third yesterday will a full cinema in the Father's Day in Mexico City. Mm. I was very excited about this film because because the others two are great. First, with the cinema full, is very hard to find ticket, also to find a parking lot. Uh, Well, but well, is Shrek Third, I was thinking. Finally, I saw it, and well, what the f***? (laughs) Where is the... (laughs) Where where is that Shrek of the first film? Yes, the ogre, the arrogant, the malice, the one that lives always angry in his mash, and the one that and the one that do anything just for his own interest. Also in that second <laughs> film is that Also in that second film is that Shrek. A mm. little less, but still the film is very good. Mm. Other thing that I don't like about this is the short during of the film. Only like one hour and 20 minutes long. I put seven out of 10 just because the puss in boots and the donkey. Yes, the character is still strong and great gags. Mm. The puss the puss in the boots is maybe the best character of the second and definitely of the third. Other good, as- other good aspect is that Antonio Banderas put his voice into the original version and into the Mexican version because the voices in the Mexican version are crap. Oh, I didn't know that he did the voiceover for the Spanish version, too. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Finally, I have to say that the next film... Finally, I have to say that in the next film, please put the original director back for the good of the film and for the good of the director, because he do a crap film, Narnia. (laughs) Uh, 
Well, <laughs> well, better don't do Shrek four because now Shrek is father. So that's... Shrek is father. There are so many ogres in the fourth one. Yeah. So that was uh, that's the end of hot takes from online. Great job. Thanks to all our contributors for hot Thank takes. Thank you, Rain Dog Jr. Rain Dog Jr., Aurora something, and that's my favorite. Um, Julie Turner. That's my favorite Nick. That's my favorite uh, Nick Jr. show. Rain Dog Jr. Rain Dog Jr. Um, good yeah. stuff. Well, Clint, can we uh, run this bad boy through the gauntlet? Let's run it through our gauntlet. Uh, so we ask these three questions of every movie that we talk about on our show. Is it good for kids? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I'll go with yes on this. Okay. Um, is it good for adults? Uh, no. I don't think adults will hmm. get really much enjoyment out of it. I, I'm struggling here because I think the answer for me to all three of these questions is yes, but I don't think that that means it's a perfect movie by any means or even a great movie. I, I think it's say that, pretty good yeah. for adults too, honestly. I'm giving it a yes. I'm giving it a no, so it's a 50% there. Um, okay. And then it, and then does, it absolutely does, stands the test of time for me. It's better than I was expecting it to be. It, it's better than what I was expecting, but I don't necessarily know if for me that means that it stands the test of time. It subverted expect expectations in a positive direction, but to me that doesn't mean that it still stood the test of time. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I just remember disliking it more than I disliked it. So I okay. guess I'm giving two and three a yes, but you don't have to. Okay. I think by that you numeric score, um, we let Shrek three, Shrek the third walk. Yeah. He, uh, he does not go into our rafters and he does not go to hell. He just walks out of the gym unscathed. Mm-hmm. Go, go Shrek, be free. Go Shrek, go, go, go. Shrek, go. Run away, he's just standing there. Maybe we should okay. throw rocks at him. <laughs> no. Go Shrek. Go on, go on Shrek, get. Please leave. No, you, we don't love you, Shrek. Wait. What do they say oh, in Airbud? No. I know why he's still standing there. Because oh, he realizes why? that we still have one more Shrek movie to talk about in oh, two no. weeks. Okay, Shrek, you can come back in here. It's called Shrek Forever After, and we will be talking about it in two weeks. Uh Ending our Shrek series. Mm, finally laying it to rest. I it don't feel like we, as tired don't as I as did tired, at the end of yeah. Spy Kids. I feel yeah. okay. I feel okay. I can do one more. I definitely had hardcore Spy Kids fatigue at the end yeah, of Yeah, uh, we were Spy both Kids. kind of losing our minds. Yeah. Um but and then I do think that I do think the quality of those episodes slowly started to slip. <laughs> we were just like and then they have oh, to go crap. through the flutely dupe. <laughs> to like fight the dream monster and George Lopez is there. <laughs> Who cares? And then guy Car- whatever his name is, Robert Rodriguez jumps through the screen and you know vomits Cheerios everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> and there's a little scratch and sniff card that you're holding that you scratch it them and you smell like, the Cheerios that he vomited. It smells like, it smells like Dookie. <laughs> it smells like Dookie, Robert. Good job. You made me smell a <laughs> bad job, smell. Robert. <laughs> Good job, Robert Rodriguez. You gave me a jar full of diarrhea and said, this will enhance your viewing experience. And I smelled it. I fell for it. I, I deserve this. Yeah. he Robert Rodriguez uh, reportedly gave mason jars full of <laughs> full of dog diarrhea to his audiences and uh, gave them a spoon and said, eat it, you swine. <laughs> and the, the theaters were not on board with this promotion, so he just yeah. stood outside he in a trench outside. coat. <laughs> he said... 
guys going to go see Shock Boy and Lava Girl? <laughs> y- yeah. You're going to need this. <laughs> you're going to need this. It's a real trip. And you need to, you're going to need to listen to Dark Side of the Moon as you're going through this. Oh. Enhance your viewing experience, man. Those were the days. Well, hey. Uh, we've grown so much. So, uh, as we said, one more Shrek movie. And then after that, we can go ahead and announce, tease, what we're doing next. We will be covering the hit film, Pokemon colon Detective Pikachu. Oh, I'm um, so excited. It's going to be so good. We're very, very excited about this movie. And we we don't mean this ironically. Like, no, 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 I no. I want to no. stress that. I genuinely think this will be a great movie. It looks so good. I do too. I think I think it'll be good. I am kind of worried, but I think it'll be good. I don't think I'm worried at all, honestly. I I don't think I've seen anything in the trailers that have concerned me. Yeah, me either. That's why I'm worried. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, sure, it might not be as good as the trailers are making it out to be, but everything I see in the trailers, I'm just like, this looks so right up my alley. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, we will have some special guests on that episode. And mm-hmm. that could be literally anyone. It could be, I mean, it could be Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Um, you know, there's be, a good chance uh, could that it's be, them. Could be uh, Rebel Wilson. It could be Rebel Wilson and Anna Kendrick. Um, yeah, it, it, but I will say whoever whoever he or they are, mm-hmm. very handsome. Very handsome. Um, it could be Will Smith and Jaden Smith. They're very handsome. Mm-hmm. Or it could be, you know, somebody like Ryan Reynolds. It could be Ryan Reynolds. Could be Christian Deadpool. It could be Christian Deadpool. He's not very handsome, though. He's got an ugly scarred face under his mask. But he is redeemed by the power and the blood of the Holy Spirit. Right. His name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So mm-hmm. um, it could be him. Um, we we should talk about where you can find us online. We have a Twitter account called Purely Nostalgia. Um, I have a personal Twitter account called Elisha P. Smith. And it's the same for Letterboxd. Uh, and I also have a personal account uh, for Twitter and Letterboxd. It is at Clint J.H. Page. J.H. stands for Jazz Hands. Now, the J.H. stands for Jazz Hands is not part of the username, but it is correct, implied. Correct, correct. Um, uh, and also, uh, give a give a follow to friend of the show, Crystal. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Go buy a Crystal today in honor of our friends. Yeah, um, hit them up and tell them uh, Purely Nostalgia sent, th- sent you. Yes. Don't, and, don't, don't, don't say that in the restaurant because they won't understand. But uh, when you follow them on Twitter, tweet at them and say, Purely Nostalgia told me to, you know, tag us and say, Purely Nostalgia told us to follow you. At the very least, the person who runs their Twitter account is familiar with our podcast, which is um, really all that matters, I would say. So, yeah, absolutely. So they'll know. They'll know. Um, So I I think that's it. I think that will do, Donkey. Um, So we'll see you soon. Let's get after the list. Okay, so this is 40 best dad jokes. Um, and what it says here is that... Now, okay, there is a category here that says funny haiku poems, and that is what I'd like to see, please. So I will click my button on the... Th- oh, my goodness. Clint. <laughs> so many haiku... Are they funny? I, I haven't comprehended them yet. I've just seen that there are 25 funny haiku poems. Okay, I'm going to start with this one. This is actually number 22. It says... 
I like kittens. Yeah, they are really fluffy. Yeah, OMG kittens. Okay. Would you like to hear another, sir? Yeah, uh, let me put my coin in. Hey, actually, so there's uh, between 1 and 25, and you get to hear any of them. So you, you've oh, already okay. heard number 22. So which one do you want to hear um, next? 17. 17. Here's number 17. Row, row, row your boat, rowing <laughs> gently down the stream. Life is so extreme. <laughs> Give me okay, another number. Uh, hit, hit me with number six. Number six. World is vast and wide. So much out there to explore. Right now, let's eat lunch. <laughs> These are supposed to be funny. These are funny haiku poems. Can I read number 14 for you and then you can give me another number? Because this one really caught my eye. Go ahead. This is number 14. The ocean is big and also it is pretty. Pretty freaking wet. 